Hello, people of the internet. My name's Isaiah. And my name is Matt. And this is the Big 50 episode, Big 50. The Big 5-0. of the Mildly Ignorant Podcast. We're Isaiah. almost there. The one year anniversary. Two weeks yeah, away. Two what do you want? Weeks. I was going to say, I was going to ask you a very important question. What? Are you stimming? <laughs> we can't make jokes like this 30 seconds into the podcast okay this is how we get canceled we have to keep those jokes for like the 30 minute mark when everyone stops listening okay no we're starting new year's we're- resolution we're going right off the bat new year's re- resolution new podcast year once we're past yeah. episode 52 <laughs> it is um year one um am i mildly ignorant mildly ignorant so yeah, yeah. We're, we are one one year just about not one year we're we're, we're halfway to uh 100 episodes two weeks off yes. from one year wowie 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 what are, we gonna, what are we gonna do with our lives when we hit through triple digits man that's fucking whack <laughs> to backy holy shit what are we gonna do with our lives then <laughs> like what are we doing <laughs> with our lives now that's i just realized we 50 hours of garbage on the internet i know whoa i mean i don't think i've ever spoke 50 hours in my life god i hope not your voice is so annoying (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding got him so i bring up okay uh let's jump into the very queer experience that i had yesterday and i I don't know. Were you paying attention? You probably weren't even paying attention. So, uh, Isaiah and I actually hung out yesterday. Are you thinking about the bitch you wanted to kill and like slit her throat in front of her kids and fucking hang off the the nearest bridge? No. Word for word what Matt said. That's his queer experience. Oh, yeah. I'll own up to that. (laughs) No, not my queer experience. When we went to the bookstore. Oh. Were you paying attention? To the exchange that I had with the lady behind the counter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we so, talked about it in the car. Yeah, yeah, we did. Okay, so we Isaiah and I hung out yesterday. We had little fun events. Who? But we went to the bookstore, and when we walked in, I think you pointed it out first. Actually, you were just like, "Hey, Matt, they have Heartstopper," and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, like everywhere has Heartstopper, but like I'm not gonna get it unless I can get all the volumes at once." And then you like pulled out, they had volumes one, three, and four, and then uh, like the rest of Alice Oseman's books, and I was like, oh shit, like I haven't, I haven't seen them all this close. I felt like like a like a like an evil villain in a TV show. Like I, I almost had all the Chaos Emeralds basically, and so I grabbed them all, and I was like, shit, I wonder if they have volume two tucked away somewhere. So I went and. I like slunk my way over to the lady behind the counter who was just finishing up with someone. And I did this little jig and it was, it was more so like a, a customer service version of like, Hey, are you busy right now? Dance. This is where you make fun of me for being gay. Um, and I asked her, I was like, Hey, do you have like Heartstopper Volume Two, or whatever. It was actually a really normal conversation, but it was just super queer, and we were just talking about it. And oh, it was, she looked it for was it. The furthest thing from a fucking normal conversation. <laughs> what do you mean? It was straight out of a CBL that I fi- that I do in my 
<laughs> retail store <laughs> training mat. CBL, you just dox yourself for anyone who also worked there. They all call them CBLs. No, they don't. Uh, other grocery stores I know do, so that's fine. I didn't dox it completely. I've literally worked at another grocery store. No, they don't. Okay. Those, anyway, oh, there's only two grocery stores that exist yeah. in the world. Yeah, and yeah. I worked at both of them, and you only worked at one of them. Yeah, so okay. I've worked at 100% of grocery stores, and you've only worked at 50% of grocery stores. Shut up. Okay, you sound like Twitter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, no. Anyway, That's so right it. it was just, I don't know, it, it was it was a fun queer little conversation talking about queer books. And this is funny coming from me because like, I don't read. So Yeah, those are just coasters and then I was, now. I the even said room. At one point, I was like, I wonder if my friend is, like, laughing at me right now, because I'm just silly, silly little guy. No, I'm just I'm just used to the way you act with strangers. <laughs> you just put on your fake customer service voice. Because it's, like, it's the perfect front. It's not fake. It's just, like... It is fake. <sighs> but it's not... Because it's not fake. you. <laughs> yeah, but, like, fake has such a negative connotation to it. Like, it's not... Negative. I am f- I am fully using it in a negative connotation way, <laughs> but it's not like. But it I'm, is. No, it's not. Just talk to them like normal humans. They're normal humans. They don't need to hear the bullshit. <sighs> See, I don't. It's not about them. It's about me. I can't. Unless you're matching their energy, which was kind of like what the girl yesterday. But like, I mean, like I only. If we met and you talked to me that way, Matt, we would not be friends today. Thankfully, you made a comment about. I don't know what. I'm sure it was sexual or violent in nature. And that made me like you so. To be honest, it was probably violent in nature. Where we were working, I was <laughs> off, <laughs> often violent. Let's be honest, it's probably both, to be honest, in the same <laughs> sentence. <laughs> At the same time. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, kid, never mind. I'm not going to say that on, on air. <laughs> but yeah. You're new around these parts? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I probably so. turned to you and went, licked my lips like mm, fresh meat. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> what if I had done that? What if that was the first thing I ever said to you? What would you have done? What would you have said? I'd probably genuinely think you're a predator, to be honest. <laughs> and you know what? You wouldn't be wrong. Uh, <laughs> no, let's talk about the Toys R Us incident, man. <laughs> Okay, legally I can't. Um, they're coming back, apparently. I thought I was done with this lawsuit, so. Zellers is coming back, Yeah, too. speaking of, uh, the Bay is, like, I don't For know. every American listening right now, they don't yes. understand what Zellers is. Zellers is what Canadians have as Target. Is our equivalent to Target. But you guys decided to send Target up here, and then I crashed and burned. But you guys killed Zellers in the process. Yeah. You fucking stupid Americans. Well, I mean, they also don't know what the bay is. Okay, the bay is just a very pretentious, <laughs> trying to be high end, but not really high end store. They sell mid to high end, yeah, um, yeah, stuff. And they used to own Zellers, and then Target came to Canada, and all the Zellers closed down, and Targets opened up in their place. Target crashed and burned within two years, and now Zellers is finally announced to be back, but. Not the experience we grew up and loved, Matt. Unfortunately, yeah, no. they're gonna just open up part of their, like, like, like close I, down parts of their the bay location. See, sellers within. Like, them. why are they opening back up? I don't understand because people like, like that shit, man. People love the Zellers. 
I guess like in Canada, the only stores like that now is literally just Walmart, right? Like, uh, I want to say like big box department stores or like what Walmart? No, no, because the Zellers the Zellers even sell food. I forget. No, it was just homewares, right? Like, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, then Marshalls and Home Sense would be the equivalent of that. How they're always hooked together right when there's a home sense there's a marshall right beside yeah but zeller's was like cheap it was a discount department retail chain so like home sense is also just cheap is it i always thought like those stores were expensive it's pretty average it's just home sense ikea (laughs) that's furniture true there's a bit of housewares in there. A little kitchen thing. Oh, Sears. I'm thinking of Sears. Yeah, Sears also crashed and burned. Yeah, <laughs> which was um, a department store. Wait, Sears was American? What? Hell yeah, brother. Crazy. My mom worked yeah. at Sears for like years. Yeah, anyways, seller's coming back um, without the restaurant. We sad. We cry. Then what's the point? Like, why? <laughs> I don't understand. Point? They went out of business. Like why are they coming back out of pure fucking nostalgia like well, I mean, what does that have to do with anything the hudson bay company didn't go out of business so all they no. have to do is bring back the name well exactly at this point it's just a brand yeah well that's exactly what happened there's there's rumors going around that they announced this like exactly 10 years after zeller's closed down oh so like it was planned no yeah they think what happened was that probably contractually they weren't allowed to reopen zeller's because target had bought it bought them out well didn't buy no they, didn't, they never bought out zellers but they like they made an agreement to shut down the zellers to be there for like maybe x amount of time in the contract like i don't know how it works but like uh, okay yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, people yeah. were rumoring is because it's perfectly 10 years after the fact yeah but they're reannouncing it's coming back so they probably had like no, no not like a non-compete like something along the lines where they wouldn't probably weren't allowed to bring back the zellers brand because target was in canada yeah and it had to last for like a minimum 10 years or whatever yeah so, as a former business student, I find, like, Target's failure in Canada to be, like, the funniest thing. Because it was simply, like, the largest oversight anybody could imagine as to why Target failed in Canada. And it was when you open a big store, like a chain like that, like, 55% of your stock needs to be Canadian sourced. And Target couldn't keep that up. So that's why they like they they never had stock and then they eventually went out of business. But like that's such a huge oversight. Like you think that like you think people on the board of directors would see that and not just like waste the fucking millions of dollars they did moving Target into Canada only to have it shut down like what? Did it even last like 2 years? Nope. Yeah, I think it lasted just under 2 years. Mhm. Like all because of a like a stupid oversight. Yep. Well, I don't think the board of directors really care. It just costs them money. It's not like they're the ones actually doing work. It's I mean, just... to them, money's everything. Yeah, they just... Yeah, I guess they burned lots of money doing that. Speaking of burning things... <laughs> that was the main event for our little date last night. Oh, okay. I was going to go the other route, the other segue into the other topic we had. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, no. No. All right. So bringing it back into uh, us hanging out last night. Um, After we hit up the bookstore, Matt yeah. and I went to a little 
fireworks competition festival thingy. It was fun. I've never, I can't remember the last time I saw, um, like fireworks in person like that. It's been a couple of years because of like the pandemic, right? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is like a festival or competition that happens every year ish. Yeah, kind of. Well, if you don't count COVID, every to. year. Yeah, yeah. And countries from all over the world come and do their shows, and you vote on who is the best or whatever. And last Basically, night it was the great United States of America. I'm like America. We originally wanted to go to the finale, which is going to be this weekend. So tomorrow, if you're listening to this when it comes out on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> but um, as soon as we thought to go, we didn't buy tickets. So it was sold out because, of course, it would be it's the finale. Yeah. But, you know, the United States was hosted on a Wednesday, which fucking sucks. But I mean, hey, we got to go. And I well, liked do- it. They do every Wednesday and Saturday. Yeah, but I mean, like, I feel like Wednesday is just a shitty time. Like, yeah, it's the middle of the week, literally. But I had so, fun. I mean, you went. This is your second show, right? Yeah, I so, went Saturday before with friends to go see Mexico. Yeah, it's 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 definitely. I had mixed feelings about the show last night. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was it, it was exactly what I expected. I would have liked to be blown out of the water, but basically, they played like classic American songs, and then they launched fireworks that like matched the beats of the songs. So they played like, well, I just said classic American songs, but like they played "Here Comes the Sun" to start off by the Beatles. They played like Creedence Clearwater Revival. They played Fleetwood Mac. Um, Ballroom Blitz. Sorry. Ballroom Blitz. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fucking uh, CSI song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a, a bunch of, I guess, dad rock, as you would call it. <laughs> well, the whole team was just a bunch of dads. To be honest. Oh yeah, like we were totally. sitting right beside them, so we could see what they looked like, and it's exactly what I pictured a fireworks team to be, basically. Yeah, from the states. Yeah, like just nerdy enough to be able to figure out how to do the computer work and the f- timing to get the fireworks to go off, but redneck just, enough to like fireworks, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's like that nice mix of nerdy redneck. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I like the Mexico show more. Uh, USA had cooler fireworks and bigger ones. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. I was reading on the Reddit. People were like freaking their minds, asking what the fuck the l- loud noises were. People were hearing it all the way in the PN and like Canada area. <laughs> Like, their fireworks last night were definitely any, way bigger than anything I saw during the Mexico show. They were massive and, like... Oh, really? I'm a lot more I, cool. Glad I saw them. But everything else was just worse. Mexico did it a lot better. Yeah. Just the timing, the, the choice, the song choices. The song was just too relaxed for fireworks. I don't know. Yeah. The Mexico playing, show... Like, Rhiannon by Fleetwood Mac. And it's just, like, I love... It's like one of my favorite songs of all time, but like for a fireworks show, seems kind of out of place. Yeah, like Mexico, they did like fucking rock songs. Like they did a uh, sabotage by the Beastie Boys. They did a uh, uh, fuck. What's that? What's this song from Queen? Bohemian. Don't stop me now. Oh, don't stop me now from the from Queen. Yeah, uh, they did a few pop songs, which all which, which still work because they were still. High tempo ish. Yeah, exactly. Well, like yeah. they did Chandelier from Sia, and that w- still worked because the way they did the fireworks. 
that would be M&M. good because it, it has its like beats right yeah exactly the only song that yeah. the, that was kind of meh was they did like eminem's like was that a slim shady or like rap god one of the two i forget uh and the song was like it's the same beat throughout like there's oh, no okay. like change so yeah. like the the fireworks got were basically the same throughout the whole song so it's kind of boring but they again they did it well yeah because they, they stuck that right in the middle of the show as like a kind of calm down the the like smoke break the piss break <laughs> kind of yeah yeah and like i just felt like when the usa showed that the, the first two songs were super slow i'm like okay maybe they're just building up to it and like, like the yeah. last the last two songs were what the mexico show was the entire fucking time yeah. like the last 10 seconds when they were blasting off fireworks like a motherfucker that was the whole mexico <laughs> show it's like they blew their budget on getting the bigger fireworks, so they had less fireworks. Yeah. Than what the Mex- Mexico show had. But Mexico did just a better job using them and timing them and the song choices and stuff like that. So, I don't know. Are you really surprised, though? Like, in America, bigger is better. Yeah, true. It felt <laughs> very American, the mm-hmm. fireworks. You could tell it felt very American. Yeah. That's why, I, like, if it was any, probably anywhere else, I would have not have cared to go on a Wednesday night, but I knew it was like, okay, it's going to be America. It's going to be big. Like it's going to be a show, even though it's like Wednesday at like 10 o'clock at night. You definitely would have liked the, the Mexico one. Yep. More. Yeah. (coughs) Jesus. Wow. Destroying your drums on the pod today. Sneezing on the pod. Sneezing right on the pod. Cover your, cover your mouth. Um, (laughs) I forget what I was going to say. The was, finale would probably be Liddy. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do because the, the theme is like, voila, uh, a hymn to art. Oh. That's a very like conceptual theme. You you hate that, don't you? No. It's very pretentious. The the, the grand opening was the flame in our hearts. <laughs> and then August 6th is France. It did, did musicals. That would have been... Okay, I guess it depends what musicals they do. And then Hamilton. Canada did uh, Big Hair 80s. Oh, I love that. So, that would be sick. Girls just want to have fun. Cindy Lauper, Kiss. Like, that would be cool. That's a great theme. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, yeah. Apparently ours was tie-dye? Yeah, tie-dye sky. I didn't understand that at all. <laughs> you just won't understand, Matt, okay? You just, it's not oh meant for you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> fucking fireworks. I wanted it to, like, rain color on me. Yeah. Mexico would definitely be better, though. That's my final conclusion. The yeah. only thing USA did better was the actual, like... Size of the fireworks. Well, and the types. Like, they had, like, the swirlies and, like, the... The, they light up like after the fact kind of thing like after they explode yeah. later on kind of stuff the like the swinging back and forth ones like the lower arm ones were really cool too except they just did that basically non-fucking-stop for 30 minutes <laughs> yeah and that was another thing too is like i, I kind of mentioned that earlier i was like they had lots of dead moments in their show it was never like they, they would you think yeah, like there was like three, four, or five seconds where you, there was no fireworks, and then it would restart again, and then oh, okay, yeah, yeah, stop yeah, yeah, again, yeah. three, four, five seconds, like mid-song, 
Yeah. Which I guess they're kind of go- trying to go with the song, but that just means you have a bad song. You yeah, know? exactly. You chose a shitty, um, yeah, like beat to go with. Yeah. Well, Should that we was on? our little that was our little <laughs> date. Um, it was fun. I'm glad we went. I, I yeah, really yeah, enjoyed fun. myself. It was fun. And now we wait till next year. <laughs> if there's not another global pandemic. Um The monkey pox. Oh my god. <laughs> Say what you said last night. You won't. What? Say what you said to me last night. Oh, like the first symptom of <laughs> monkey pox? Yeah. Is just the pounding sensation in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's so terrible. It's so terrible, but it's so funny. We're mildly ignorant here on the Mildly Ignorant Podcast. It's, if I give a shit, say it again. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so let's move into our other burning subject. Um, well, I went to the doctor this morning, and it looks like you gave me chlamydia. I'm just kidding. I um, gave me monkeypox. Oh, my God. Shut up. <laughs> So the last trailer for um I almost I almost straight up just said Game of Thrones because well it's essentially the same thing. Uh for House of the Dragon came out because that comes out what tomorrow? No. Today Sunday, if you're listening Sunday. to this the weekend. The uh, day after tomorrow. If, if you're listening, listening to this, to this Friday, on Friday it comes out it Sunday, comes, that's Sunday. <laughs> it's, it's, Sunday August 21st <laughs> at 9 say, p.m. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I can't House verify whether HBO. it's one episode or the whole series. I don't know if they're going to do weekly or bi-weekly. I don't know. But uh, they would. I think any... What is HBO? Like a channel? Like a yeah, HBO is a channel, too, yeah. right? Yeah, HBO is a channel. I, and... We got to stop. As, as fun as binging things is and was, it's just going to lead... It, it's causing more problems oh, it's than def- it is doing it's, good. It's definitely going to be weekly. It premieres on HBO like the channel. Yeah. So it'll, okay. it'll be weekly then, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, House of the Dragons coming out. Uh, we just watched the trailer again. Just the, uh, the final trailer, which came out today, apparently. Just to revamp our little memory there. Yeah. So I we've mean, got, you know, House Targaryen are, I guess, the ones currently in the lead of the Iron Throne. Yeah, this one happened because this, this, this prequel is like 200 oh, yeah. years in the past before the events of Game of Thrones. So this is so like, if you hated Game of Thrones, you don't have to worry because it's a do-over. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's gonna it's gonna it's, it's gonna be the story about how they lose the throne. Yeah, Targaryens lose the throne. So we get to see it happen twice in our lifetime. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not that Daenerys ever had it in the first, but she should have. Come on. As one of the only human beings on planet Earth, maybe the only human being on planet Earth that did not hate the final season of Game of Thrones, I'm mildly <laughs> optimistic <laughs> or mildly interested in this sh- show. Yeah. Let me give it a look. Uh, I have the most niche fucking hipster, I'm not like those other girls, takes on almost every single thing related to Game of Thrones. What do you mean? Let's get into that. Let's talk about that. What are you talking about? Season eight, I didn't hate it. I said it was fine. The finale, it was poor writing. It was cool. It was good. It was rushed. It was, it was rushed. Fine. Yeah, a bit rushed. Fine. I didn't say it was great. I it mean, was fine. It, okay. Game of Thrones in general, people over overrate it. It's not a great show. It's a good show. It's not perfect. It's not amazing. It's not great. It's, it's, it's not good. Nation. That's also not an objectively great show either. <laughs> <laughs> it's just my favorite show. Yeah. 
uh, um, yeah, it, nothing. I, I, I don't know if I was missing something. If uh, I didn't understand the deep fucking lore that everyone made acted like the show had, um, it wasn't worse than a soap opera, if you ask me. But it was just there. It was just an okay show. I liked it. It was fine. It was good. I binged it all. I bought like all eight seasons on Blu-ray and just binged them one after the other. When the, once the show was done, and yeah. Maybe oh, so it's cause, maybe because I didn't take fucking ten years to watch the show like some of you fuckers did. That's probably why you got mad. But I don't know. I, I watched it pretty much in all not in all one See, sitting. But again, here we go. We run into this problem that like that binging causes where, like, it's the fucking TikTokification of modern media where literally everything is like here and now in your lap. Like, watch it instantly. Like, eat it, consume it, shit it out for like a week, and then you're done with it for the rest of forever. Whereas, like, when TV shows used to air, and I guess how the, they should be going back to it, is, like, you have time to, like, digest. And, but I don't like, think it, it affected my viewing, because this is the kind of show that you want to binge. I know so many people that would, like, binge the entire, se- every single season up to the new season yes. release, because there's so, there's, the breaks were so long between seasons that they forgot what was going on because of how complex the story was. Yeah, but also, at the same time, there used to be fucking viewing parties. Like, I remember hanging out with friends every week. Like, it was an event to watch oh, yeah. Game of Thrones with yeah. your friends. Like, it was yeah. a social thing. It was like, what's going to happen next? Like, what's... Yeah, yeah. my friends did and... that too for season eight. Yeah, but, like, when you binge it, you don't get that. No. Like, because you don't binge in groups. If, you, if you're if you a group of friends and you're binging something, you're a bunch of fucking psychopaths and you should go to prison, first so of us? all. Yeah, but it's just you and me. I oh, mean, like, if there's three, four people, then it's magically a crime now. Yeah, because it's weird. Like, one or two people, like, putting time aside, that's fine. But, like, three or four people from, like, different households and different backgrounds. <laughs> they shouldn't be together. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, don't, I, I, I don't think so. I no, mean... no, because, no, like, it, it used to be an event. And, like, like, like viewing parties of, like... I want to say, like, 10, 15 people or more. I mean, I was never part of, like, a huge group like that. But I I remember watching it with everybody at work. Like, we would all work and then, like, go home, shower, do whatever, and then come back to one of our friends' place and watch Game of Thrones. And that was, like, the big event for the weekend. And it was fucking sick. And it was awesome. Yeah, it was don't like... think... Actually, that's a lie. I didn't actually buy season eight on DVD. What I did was that I watched... I waited until it all came out, except the last episode... And then I binged it all, and then I watched the finale with friends. I remember that. That was yeah. what I did for season eight. But, like, it was fun watching it every week. And, like, it. Yeah. TV, it, TV is definitely better when you don't binge it. And, I mean, again, this is dependent on series, but especially when episodes are, like, an hour long. Like, that's enough content for one sitting. I don't know. I think I wouldn't have lasted if I didn't binge it. The show's too too much of a slow burn. Yeah, but also like, you're like doing this is another things. That's, that's another hot take. Is like, this is not related to Game of Thrones, but like, take another show like Lost. People hated that show with a passion. Said it was the slowest piece of shit garbage they'd ever seen in their life, and they absolutely fucking hated the ending, and they wanted to piss on the grave of whoever made that show. <laughs> I binged it on Netflix, and I fucking loved it because I binged it. So it you all binged it. It made it better. Yeah, and the ending made sense. People didn't understand the ending are fucking morons with room temperature IQ. And 
more I think about it, I just, the more I think about it, I just, I just have really hipster takes, I guess, on fucking TV, I guess, when it comes to the TV you're shows. So fucking, you're such a contrarian, it's annoying. I know. <laughs> I'm not even, I, I'm not even, like, purposely trying to be. It's just my genuine opinion. <sighs> Game of Thrones is just a... Uh, Let me guess, your favorite kind of show. cake is carrot cake. Ew, what? No. <laughs> it's good, but no. Mm. I'm chocolate. Just basic chocolate. Black Forest. Ew, no. Motherfucker. But anyway, back to House of the Dragon. It seems fine. It yes. seems cool. I don't know how how long of a series run it is. Is it like... Yeah, I don't know. They, they haven't said... House I think they're the... like... We have a season, and then if it does well, we will keep going. Like, maybe. Uh, but I also feel like we're kind of at this point where, like, nothing really lasts ten. anymore. Ten. Ten. Ten, ten what? Ten, episodes? Ten. Yeah. Yeah. So, like... I mean, Netflix is really bad for this. Like, any Netflix shows get canceled after, like, the second season. But, I mean, like, shows just aren't, like, seasons long anymore. Unless they've already been on. You know what I mean? Like, The Simpsons they don't is still have running. To. No, exactly. But, like... I like that shit. I like when TVs have a fucking start, middle, and end. Oh, I mean, I, like... I want to kill every single human being on Earth. And I'm not exaggerating. That like shows like CSI... <laughs> ER, Grey's Anatomy, that never ends. It's the same shit over and over again. It's just episodic TV to yeah. room IQ, room temperature IQ people that don't want to have a long-term story to invest in. But that's what TV like used to be. It used to literally just be like, put this on and distract your entire family for the evening while we sell you things like via commercials. Like No, they always that had... That is quintessentially what TV was since like the 50s. No, they've always had set shows, like shows that had a start, middle, and end. Always. And those shows are good. But what I'm saying is, like, I, I like bleh, soap operas. Lit, like, they're called soap operas because they, like, were just shows that were designed to run on forever so they could sell you cleaning products in between, like, during commercial breaks. Like yeah, days but of that's, our lives. That's just that's just American like version that. of like cut of life anime. <laughs> it's just it still has a story. It's not it's not episodic. It's still something that you can't just jump into. Well you can. I mean there's no you way literally you can, can. season one. I mean, like my mom could pick up an episode of Days of Our Lives and like instantly know what's happened in the last fifteen years just by watching one episode. <laughs> She's like, Okay, yeah, Victor has died like thirty six times, Sammy's pregnant, <laughs> but not like my mom's um, the exact same thing. She stopped watching soap operas because of that. Exactly. Well, that's just because the writing's getting worse, apparently, according to my mom. That's what she said. I mean, now they're trying to, like, modernize it, so they've added, like, like youth, like, young people into the cast. So you just have, like, like your Victor and your Sammy, who are, like, at this point in their 60s, because it's the same fucking actors. They used to swap them out, but they don't even do that anymore. And then there's just, like, like queer but subplots as- of, like, 20 year olds that as an as an actor i would want to have a soap opera gig because that's some stability right there yeah exactly oh yeah hell yeah but then like um but then like you get like a really hot character the same thing happened with fuck what was the character's name Uh, miguel and uh there's so much fucking soap (laughs) opera lord dude you need to go outside what the fuck (laughs) 
so there there were like three or four different miguels because they would all get really really hot and then other people would want them on their shows so like one of the miguels ended up on like desperate housewives as a different character so then he like couldn't be on desperate housewives anymore and then he became like an actual like actor who was in things always tv but like they start on soap operas and then they like get too popular because all the moms are thirsting for them (laughs) also like everything i know about like so it's mainly just like days of our lives and passions which isn't even on anymore and it's literally from like staying home sick my mom was definitely a y&r girl that's that's that was her bread and butter my mom never got into that yeah my mom's was my mom one, used like, to modern do modern hospital. Yeah, modern general hospital. General hospital. That show's been going on for a fucking forever. Yeah. That soap opera was on when TV didn't even exist. I had my my best friend in high school. Um she would watch like How I Met Your Mother and like Grey's Anatomy. She was one of those girlies. And I could never get into the, like shows that like I, how how do you just like start watching one of those shows that's been on TV for like 10, 15 years? That's insane to me. I I don't know. Especially sitcoms. I can do short sitcoms. Yeah. But Big Bang Theory? No. See, I have like I love my family to bits, but I found out that like my cousin and his family like went back when he was like younger and lived at home. They used to watch Big Bang Theory and I was just like I like I love you because we're related, but like I lost a huge amount. (laughs) (laughs) Who watches Big Bang Theory? Boomers, I don't know. And now fucking Penny is Harley Quinn. What a world we live in. The timeline is beautiful. Times times are changing. So anyway, what were we saying about House of the Dragon? I want to talk about the actor that pissed me the fuck off. Let's get into that. Fuck this guy. So this guy, um. Patty Considine? 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 Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it. Yes. He's from the UK, so I'm going to assume it's Considine. Uh. Anyways, uh, he's playing... Uh, Viserys the First. Yeah, Viserys the First. Um, basically the... The, 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 the head of the, the Targaryen family. Yeah. At the start of the show, at least. The yeah, point set of the show 200 about, years. Yeah. yeah 200 anyway, years so ago. this motherfucker... They wanted to give him a role in Game of Thrones. And this boy straight up refused Game of Thrones. Didn't even read the script. They just had, oh, there's dragons in there? I don't want to fucking do yeah, that. Yeah, his agent was like, uh, there's dragons in it. And he was like, no thanks. He's like, fuck you. He's like, I don't want to play that <laughs> stupid garbage, weeb shit, fantasy garbage, trash, Zelda, elf garbage, Lord of the Rings, weeaboo shit, basically. <laughs> so sure enough, Game of Thrones went on to be like the biggest hit in the world. And so then... this motherfucker jumped on House of the Dragon. Yeah. Taking and the now, lead role. Now, go ahead. Now, yes, new <laughs> new article just released today. <laughs> God damn, this site wants me to take off my ad blocker. Fuck off. I'm just going to paraphrase then. He said that uh, playing uh, Viserys was the best role he's ever had in his acting career. <laughs> this hypocritical motherfucker. <laughs> I absolutely despise this piece of shit. There's nothing I hate more than a hypocrite. Like, even just refusing the... Like... Yeah. He's a he's an actor first of all. Like he get what you he's get, an actor bitch. <laughs> that is somewhat kind of not really sort of a big actor, not really. I never still. Heard of him. Still. What else was he in? Nothing. 
But, <laughs> you know, he's still using some stuff. But, like, anyways, he's still not in the bottom echelon of society when it comes to finances. And it just pisses me off that he has the audacity to jump on House of the Dragon now that now that Game of Thrones was a big deal and refused yeah. to do the Game of Thrones in the first place. Yeah. Like, you're going against your own... In- like, I don't, I don't want to sound pretentious because I don't... I, that's another people like actors that piss me off the most are actors that only take roles that like match their artistic vision or whatever the fuck it is. Like I'm yeah. not telling him to do that, but like doing the is polar. This, is this a polar- shot at a shot at Rose Black Summer? <laughs> yes, also her. <laughs> but like the polar opposite also pisses me off. Like with this guy, he had no interest in Game of Thrones or the content or the vision or whatever, and now jumps yeah. on House of the Dragon. Like I, like I said, I'm not just expecting like him obviously to be, like, for the for the payout. Yeah, like he's just going for the bag. Though. Yeah, you don't need the bag, bozo. You're an actor. <laughs> There's no bag to chase. You already have the bag. You won. Fuck off. You could have taken other roles. You don't have to be in the show you don't want to be in. Yeah. And now he's he was probably forced to gunpoint to be honest through that second interview after he talked shit about Game of Thrones. <laughs> I mean, I feel they like... probably forced his hand, told him to do yeah. a good interview. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like it's like. Everybody on production of this show, not production, whoever would be in charge at that point, is just like, you need to convince people this is going to be a good show. Because <laughs> yeah. we're, we're at a huge disadvantage going forward here. So, I one mean, good thing we can uh, get from this is that uh, it's on HBO, so you know that, like, visually it's going to be there. Oh, definitely, yeah. It's HBO, so it's going to be the budget's going to be there for sure. But yeah. what I was saying was that it's not uh, the brothers anymore, whatever their fuck the name. Oh, are. true, D and D, whatever the fuck. Yeah, the Weiss or something. Yeah, they're not in charge anymore, yeah. so we're not going to get a. And George R. R. Martin, I believe, has come out and said that like he approves of what he's seen so far. Don't that, quote me on that this. That doesn't but, fucking like... matter, dude. That doesn't fucking matter at all. <laughs> I mean, to to some extent, it does because, like, Sandman's come out by Neil Gaiman, and he apparently had a hand in like production and stuff. And actual fans of Sandman say, like, yeah, it's true to the like source material, and it's so. Is that relevant to George R. R. Martin? That doesn't matter. George (laughs) R. R. Martin approves whatever. He approved the goddamn ending to Game of Thrones, and I want to hear that shit. His word means nothing. Did he though? Yes. He's the one that told them to make the ending like that. He was one that well, approved because okay. they were ahead of the books. Yeah. So he was like, yo, Chief, this is what I envisioned. And now now that he knows that it backfired, this is kind of smart on him. So in 10 years from now, when he finally releases the next book in the series, it's been in production for, or been in writing for the last 10 years already. Yeah. Uh, he can pretend like that wasn't his idea all along. Yeah. So he threw someone well, or else he the could- bus smart. Or he could like execute it properly in his books because that's like, what I'm saying. Th- that's what I'm saying. He'll change the ending. He'll change the ending and say, "Uh, that was the real ending all along." Yeah, like literally, Game of Thrones could have gone on for like two more seasons, another season at least. Yeah, but, like I think two more would have pushed it exactly to the point of like. See the thing they did like they ramped up way too quickly with the end of season seven, and they were just like, "Yeah, season eight, we're gonna end it." it's going to be done but like if they had slowed down and they could have fully fleshed out those storylines and it like they could have gotten to where the ending that we got would have made sense 
but considering where we like left off from season seven <laughs> going into season eight, it just happened way too quickly. And that's like I think feel like that's literally everybody's main criticism was like I could see this happening the way it did, but not this fucking quickly. That's what didn't make sense. That's what threw everyone off. It was like the storytelling just like kicked it in a fucking overdrive and then we just skipped all over everything and it just it didn't feel right because it was so everything happened so fast what are you laughing at what's so funny i was just looking up george rr martin yeah i'm fucking crying right now the newest article just came out three hours ago he uh in an interview promoting in House of Dragon or whatever, he finally cracked. He finally caved in. He finally admitted that he's given up on predicting when the uh, Song of Ice and Fire will come out. He's given up. I fucking knew it. I knew it. The minute that show ended, I knew he was never going to release that last book. He's never going to release it. He's going to die before it comes out. Guaranteed. Like, bro, you're fucking writing it. He's given up, he said. And he's given up on predicting when it'll come out. He says he's making progress, but I've given up on any hope of predicting the end. Every time I do it, I'll make it, and everybody gets mad at me, and there's no sense to it. It'll be done when it's done. Pussy. Pussy. Apparently, he has COVID right now, and he's like, uh, hopefully COVID won't kill me, so we won't have that issue. I take it back a little bit. He's still a pussy, though, for giving in to what fucking people think. Yeah. Well, fuck him. He's never going to finish. (laughs) What the hell is this? Gay of Thrones? Is it a is it a gay porn parody? Look it up, Gay of Thrones. What is this? It's a comedy series. Gay of Thrones. What the fuck? Is of course, it? Jonathan Van Ness would be have his name attached. Alfie Allen's attached to it. That's funny. Hello. No, oh, it's like a recap show. Like, what is this? It's like a YouTube show. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I remember. Okay, Gay of Thrones. Yeah, it, yeah they would. It would be Jonathan Van Ness in like a fake little like hair salon and they would just like do this bit where like they're at a salon and they're recounting like jonathan van ness is telling you what happened in in the episode of game of thrones and there'd be like celebrity guests and they would be like oh my god no tell me more and like just a silly little recap Mm. yeah so that's it for george r R. martin everyone waiting for his next book um just give up (laughs) my brain immediately went to gay porn parody (laughs) Yeah, I mean, back to House of the Dragon. It looks good, kind of. All the characters look exactly the same. Yeah. No, I wonder Game if this, of this show wraps up in the 10 episodes. I don't think so. I hope not. I hope it does. I don't think it requ- I don't I don't think these all these special sides like spin-offs require like fucking 10 season Series? runs. I mean, they could just like pull one like pull a fast one and be like this is the new Game of Thrones. Like we're just gonna keep this <laughs> this story going. Because they have like, like what two or three other prequels planned. Y- yeah, but like not the same. It's different studios and stuff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. but all in yeah. the same universe. Like they're gonna do one on, on snow and stuff like that. Yeah. Anyways, I'm mildly interested, and in I'll I'll check it. I'm not super excited, but I'll watch it and see what happens. It doesn't seem. Seems it's more like it chill. It, yeah, it's like eh. You've seen it once. You've seen it all. So like, unless they really wow us with that first episode, it's gonna it's gonna flop. Yeah. Well. And I think everyone's gonna tune in for like that first episode because 
everyone's everyone's a little excited right they're like oh great either this is gonna crash and burn or like maybe it'll be somewhat oh definitely definitely yeah everyone on reddit and twitter that said they never watch game of thrones again are going to be watching this so exactly the audience are targeting yeah so like this for like the first episode better make people shit piss and come or like there's no point yeah they get they have one shot at this one shot to right the wrongs of fucking the Star Wars brothers. No, they didn't even get that. Yeah, they, they lost their gig because of the fucking Game of Thrones ending. <laughs> Which is so funny. So deserved, I think. I mean, it's not like they could make Star Wars any worse than it is anyways, but... Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so we'll see what this show is like. You want to talk about Spooderman now? Yeah! That's the transition right there. <laughs> yeah! Spider-Man! So, uh, this, the, the amazing Spider-Man. Uh, it's just Marvel Spider-Man. Marvel Spider-Man <laughs> game that came out on PS4, PS4 like a few years ago. Finally got ported onto PC. and I didn't, I didn't think it ever would. Because I remember like when it was first announced, Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man for PS4. <gasps> um, Dude, I'm getting this mod. It looked really good. What mod? Stanley skin mod. Oh my god, that's dumb. Um, Fuck you. You just play Stan Lee, dude. That's so cool. You can just climb <laughs> walls. A geriatric man just zinging through the sky. I want to say the Spider-Man's a really fun game. And I'm kind of disappointed with myself that I didn't pick it up for PS4 when it first came out. Yeah, the game but, like, slaps. Yeah, it's really fucking good. It it is like one hundred percent what I would expect out of like a comic book game. Yeah, it's really, really fun. I game. think it's even better than the Batman games. I wouldn't go that far. I think they're on par. I wanna put one over the other to be honest. I think they're pretty on par. I think Arkham Asylum see Arkham City is one of my favorite games of all time. But Spider-Man is just every element is fun. Every part of Spider-Man so far has been fun. Not the research Even the sh- components. Okay, that's annoying, but it's still <laughs> like I understand what they were going for. It's the same thing as like stupid Riddler puzzles. Those are fun. Books. Okay, because you you are literally autistic. <laughs> the only reason why I don't like the research puzzles. components <laughs> is because the cloud thing was so fucking. <laughs> janky swinging through the clouds i had no problem with that it was super janky yeah they go like, oh, perfectly through the middle or else it doesn't you count. could you could like you know how you can activate your your map and do like a little sensor to th- see things around you yeah. if you did that it would show you like the area you needed to go through kill yourself <laughs> this is the end of the episode thank you for listening no. <laughs> but this this game slaps the graphics are beautiful it's they, so like, yeah, it's a gorgeous game. Spider Man's so hot. They've so remastered funny. a four-year-old game, which didn't need much remastering, and it came out perfect. Yeah, it's a beautiful little baby, and we're gonna play this after the pod. So, hell yeah! It just everything like, feels uh, great playing it. It's just a fucking awesome game. The way you traverse the city, like, 
I didn't even know such a way to like swing around. I didn't know that literally just swinging around New York City would be so fun, <laughs> but it is. Like honestly, I could just play the game to just like run up buildings and dive off them and then start swinging. Like and I don't need combat. I don't need story. I can just like run around taking pictures of things, and it's fucking amazing. And that, I was I was just about to say like those they're not really Easter eggs because they're they're right in front of you, but putting those easter eggs or like cute little nods to stuff into the game oh, yeah. and making them useful for something it's also yeah. really really cool yeah so like avengers tower is there and like dr strange s- yeah sanctum sanctorum dr yeah. strange's little house and there's a bunch of like references to other comic book characters and story arcs and stuff like that throughout the game yeah. and it's just like you like part of the it's it's a collectathon it's a big sandbox game right but it's like this is the most fun i've had in a sandbox game since like the fucking gamecube era of video games we discussed this on the podcast before yes sandbox and game like 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 isaiah just said like all these references like you you have like a what it's like sightseeing basically i think it's called landmarking yeah where you like yeah. take pictures and like you have to take pictures of i don't know there's like 50 or 100 locations or something throughout the city and like each one it gives you maybe just like a sentence or two of lore or like a little quip from spider-man but it's cool that it's like they it's a really well thought out city like it's not just an empty environment like almost almost everywhere you go there are some areas that do feel kind of empty but like almost everywhere you go there's a bit of character which is nice in the world and i love world building i love world environmental games as i've Mm -hmm. talked about before so yeah the game is the game is it slaps it slaps highly recommend anyone that was waiting for the pc version yeah and that's the thing it's on pc so like mods (laughs) mods <laughs> and like i don't know better graphics and shit if that's what you want and 500 frames <laughs> but yeah it's, it's it slaps and i want to check out the other ps4 exclusives that get ported over because that's the one thing I, I like about most of the exclusives are always better than the games that get released on all platforms what do you mean like Spider-Man, God oh, of War, like, okay, yeah, 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 Uncharted. I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, I don't know if it's especially because... when it's a big like triple A game like that too. Yeah, I don't know if it's because they have to like do some behind the scenes stuff to get it to work on all three platforms or whatever. Oh, they definitely. Yeah, do. so it it kills the quality a bit, mm-hmm. but like the graphics are just. I mean, just look at like why how Arkham Knight failed coming to PC. Do you remember that? No. The game, like, when it was, it was, it came out, but, like, it just straight up couldn't run on PC. And oh, it was, like, yeah, yeah, it Delayed yeah, for, like, a month or something, and yeah. like, even then it was, like, choppy, and, like, they just couldn't, it, it was a failure when it, when they tried to port it. Yeah, yeah. I remember that, yeah. Now, yeah. It's almost like the Telltale games, they, they're all broken like that. Yeah. But, yeah, no, you're right, like, games that are exclusives just tend, also probably because they're, like, story driven i find like usually yeah yeah like, like i definitely want to play god of war, war. that uncharted like the telltale game. games well telltale is not exclusive it's not they're not no they're not they're all on all platforms they're even on mobile dude <laughs> oh shit well i stand corrected yeah 
non PC that they don't run. You need like a fucking beast computer to run Telltale. It's the most yeah, unoptimized exactly. shit in the world. <laughs> it's it's insane. And even on mobile, if you play like it on mobile, it'll chew through your battery in a half hour. Like you're down oh, well. fifteen percent like a half hour. It's, it's fucking just, wild. Who plays like mobile games that aren't like fucking cookie whatever <laughs> clash of cookie legends Cla- or whatever <laughs> clash of cookies <laughs> flappy bird clappy bird flappy bird clappy bird clappy bird <laughs> yeah i don't know well this game 10 out of 10 beautiful perfect yeah if if you're listening to this still at this point get it just like do not hesitate it's really fun you will enjoy it and now that we this podcast, and now that we've played this game, when Gotham Knights comes out uh, in the fall, we're gonna fucking hate it. So there was a video that came out recently regarding Gotham Two Knights. Two new videos. Well, there's they're ramping up content because this game's coming out very soon. I think yeah, October. Yeah, they yeah. released Red Hood gameplay, and they finally released what the skill tree looks like. I don't again in what. Oh, I'm probably going to say the same point as you. Again, the marketing team at Gotham Knights just is the most bipolar team in the world. They released the the most unadulterated dog (laughs) shit, unfiltered piece of crap in the world. And then right after they release an amazing video yeah, about the skill tree. It's like they can't make up their mind. How do you feel about skill trees in general? I like them. I think I, I think games like Assassin's Creed do it well. Yeah. Uh, that was one thing that I saw on the subreddit that I it would have been super cool to implement in uh Gotham Knights because they they did hint at like different gangs running different parts of the city. Yeah. But I don't know if you ever played like Assassin's Creed Valhalla or like Odyssey. No. So in Assassin's Creed, well, any of those games, uh, Valhalla, yeah. there's you have your skill tree, but then you also have this thing called the bounty order and that's also an odyssey mm-hmm. uh so where you uh it's this list of like 50 people and in the story of assassin's creed it's like this big giant valhalla is like this big giant like cult that works for the an odyssey an odyssey is like this big giant cult like wear masks and they they they, they worship like evil gods or whatever that you, anyways you unlock hints some hints you unlock as you complete the story. Some hints you have to go look, go look for them. And side content, yeah. Yeah, and you unlock these hints that give you hints as to where these characters are on the map. And you're basically your goal is to find them and kill them. You're like it's a bounty list, so you have to like kill these yeah. fifty people. And that was really fun to do is go around and like try and find where these people are and like chase them down and kill them basically. And that would be a su- super cool thing that they could have implemented in Gotham Knights with the whole idea of like different parts of the city being run by different gangs or whatever. Yeah. Or different bad guys or whatever. It doesn't necessarily have to be like A tier, B tier villains. Like, yeah. It's just mobsters, whatever. Yeah. And I don't know. When I saw that on the Reddit, someone was suggesting implementing that. I was like, that sounds fucking cool, dude. They should have done that. So they had something kind of like that in Arkham Origins, which is like you said, the one game that you didn't play. But they kind of screwed up in a way where they turned each of them into like chapters of the game which kind of ruined it because like you had a like batman's i think it was like top 10 list of like uh 
Like, oh, all the assassins uh, you have to kill? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, like but, Killer like, Croc, it would be Deadshot, cool if, like, Firefly and all that. Exactly. But it would be yeah. cooler if that, like, they were kind of, like, bonus optional secret bosses that you yeah. had to find in the world instead of being that's, story beats. That's basically what they did in uh, yeah. Yeah, Assassin's Creed. Like, some of them yeah. were just, like, villagers where they wouldn't fight back, but then some of them were, like, super tough. Some of them were just in the middle. Some of them were, like... That's so cool. Yeah. It went yeah. based off of, like, their order and, like, in the in the cult. Yeah. So, like, obviously the easier ones were on the outside of, like, the diagram. I guess it's like a diagram with all the bounties on it. Yeah. And there were easier hints to get that were... And you, like, work your way up into, like, yeah. the more established yeah. cult members. Yeah. That's cool. And, like, you could, it doesn't matter what order you do them to. Sometimes you'd unlock some, some that were higher up in the cult list. You can kill them before killing off the, like, lower yeah. cult ones. It didn't matter, but. But sometimes you have to kill lower in the cult list members to get, like, hints to the higher up ones, stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, it was really cool, well done, like, thing. And they, and they yeah. tied it into the story. Like, it was part of the story, but you didn't need to finish. Actually, for Valhalla, I think you did. For Valhalla at the end, you had to, like, finish the bounty list to get to the final the last mission to beat the game but like yeah. for odyssey i think i think there's like two there was like two or three endings depending on if you did finish the list before you got to the end or whatnot yeah like because i think you found out like your sister was like the lead head of the cult <gasps> or whatever in odyssey i think or something spoilers. like that spoilers the game's like fucking 10 years old yeah <laughs> anyways yeah my long rant about bounty lists and how they're fun <laughs> yeah i mean since we're kind of doing a redo of like the Arkham games. There are so many Batman characters that like you could go and fuck up as a team. Condiment man. <laughs> Condiment man. Kite man. <laughs> Calendar man. Well, he's actually a B tier kind of. Yeah. He was he he made a fucking cameo in the Arkham games. Yeah. Um I was gonna say, like, kind of turning it back to skill trees, I'm kind of tired of them as a concept. Mainly because, like, I like to change up my play style in those games. So, like, sometimes you're locked into, like, talent trees. That's what I'm kind of worried about, is if you're going to be able to, like, redo your skills or whatever. Where you're going to be locked I think they in. talked about this. Well, I know I'm that not... they said that, like, at a certain point, there's something called knighthood, where, like, you have to progress the story at a certain point, And then for each character, whether you're playing as... Batgirl, Robin, Nightwing, or Red Hood, you have to go and do these challenges as, like, that specific character. So, like, Red Hood's challenges are different from Batgirl's challenges, right? And then once you complete those challenges, you unlock, like, another talent tree, which is your, like, knighthood talents, and that's what makes you, like, the predecessor to Batman, since he's, like, dead in this game or whatever. Yeah. And, like, I think that as a concept is cool, considering before that point, you can, like, swap the characters. So, like, if you get to level like ten on Batgirl, you you're like level ten on Robin, but you haven't spent any of those skill points yet. Mm-hmm. And then you can spend Robin's skill points. But I I'm worried about like after you spend those skill points, can you then like reset your your talent trees? I would assume so. I hope I'm so. I'm not sure because I hate it when games lock you into shit like that. I think Spider Man is that way, and that's kind of the one thing I don't like so far because it's just like how do I know what talents are good or like what talents am I going to use more than others? Like I know that in the end there's no wrong answer, but like I want to play yeah. optimally. I think also, you're, I, I think you're overthinking skill trees. Yes. Definitely. Always. Hardcore because 
yeah, there's there is no right or wrong, and there's no optimal. It depends your style. Yeah, you play and how you want to play. I want to play and, optimally. <laughs> and why would it matter in Spider Man? Because there's only that one character. It's not like you, you're changing characters and wiping your skill tree. No, but there's three different skill trees, and it's like, which? What do I put points in? <laughs> what do I do? Someone hold my hand and tell me. Yeah, exactly. You feel like you need your hand held. Yeah. No, I'm putting, my handheld is the switch. I'm putting the fuck up. I'm putting enough. I'm putting skill points in like a bit of everything. Whatever yeah. looks cool. I mean, yeah, you can kind of tell what's going to be used for, not based off what you're reading. I mean, yeah, it's not that complicated. But like, like I don't know, man. Oh, well, Matt deliberates on what. Well, it's just because I'm so indecisive when it comes to picking points and shit. Like. Like, I, people fucking criticized the shit out of Diablo 3 for this, but, like, the rune system that they had, basically, like, uh, I'll use um, Arcane Orb. The fucking wizard has a skill called Arcane Orb, and, like, at, at its base, it's just, like, yeah, you shoot an Arcane Orb forward, and then you unlock, like, a quadruple orb. So now there's four orbs, but they circle around you, and... So instead of shooting an orb forward, you have like a little aura around you of orbs. So you like run up to enemies and then you fucking smack them with the orbs and then the orbs explode. Or like there's a version of the orb where like you launch it and it launches over enemies. So it arcs like a grenade, but like any enemy that gets like in that area, it like lowers its cooldown. And like you can swap in between like, okay, right now I'm using the four orbs, but uh, I want to switch it up and use the like the cooldown version. And, like, a lot of people didn't like the rune system in Diablo because, like, Diablo was known for putting skill points into, like, your skills, right? And then, like, building builds that way. But in Diablo 3, it was so variable where you could, like, okay, right now I'm using this build, but you know what? I want to change it, and I'm going to go and swap all my skills and, like, create a totally different build. And I loved that. It was so fun to me because I like to switch things up. Well... That game was meant for you then, I guess. <laughs> now we have Diablo Immortal and everyone's suffering. Should we move on to a question? Yeah, I was about to say. Question time. Make sure to ask well. your questions. We've got two weeks left before. Well, one week before. Well, two weeks, kind of, sort of. before. Episode Don't forget 52. to do your homework class. You have two more weeks before your final project is due. Yeah, so submit your questions on our website, on social media, com. At yeah, ignorant mildly on just Twitter, anywhere, just mildly anywhere. ignorant on Instagram. Look for us. See our milk. You'll see our big milkies, and that's how you know to find us. Milk curtain. Yeah. <laughs> well, you go, Matt. Pick a question. Let's go. Um, we don't have very many, which is why we need people to tune in their questions. Tune in their questions. Um. Uh, also, I don't know. We might have already answered these. I'll go with this no, one. There's. Like, top four we didn't answer. We definitely answered the first one. Okay, the middle. I want everything in the middle. We didn't. Go for yeah. it. Go for it. Answer, ask your, the question. Your boba bubble tea order. No, the other one. What? The one this one? Gonna... Yes. Should people be prosecuted for crimes that weren't considered crimes at the time? I swear we've answered this one, though. No, we didn't. We have not. I swear we did. And, and no, obviously... No, we didn't. People shouldn't be... Pro- no, I'm, a- I'm answering the question. No, I'm just saying that no, we didn't answer the question. Fine, we'll do People two. Sh- we'll do two then since you want to be a little bitch. I, I know we didn't do what this do one. What do you mean? 
Should people be prosecuted for crimes that weren't considered crimes at the time? I think that means that's like never, that's never even happened in our. Lifetime, no, I mean, so I can't even tell. Should people be prosecuted for crimes that are no longer considered crimes? I think that's what the question is supposed to be. Well, I was going to answer that one after the fact, anyway. So my answer oh, differs okay. for one or the other. I'm pretty sure. Should people be prosecuted for crimes that weren't considered crimes at the time? No. That, that, that yeah, that's no. not a thing. No, that's not a thing. <laughs> but in so the like, flip side, yes. So like if I say say I smoke a weed, right? Let's get let's say hypothetically, for the sake of the argument, Shut the I fuck smoke up. a weed. <laughs> and then tomorrow a weed becomes illegal. But like there's video evidence of me smoking a weed yesterday. No. Should I be prosecuted for no. smoking a weed yesterday? No. Thank you. That is the correct answer. <laughs> the only time, the only thing I would, that specific question written as is, the only thing I could see would be if it's like a long-term kind of crime. Like something that happens over the span of not just an instant, like smoking a weed takes like 30 seconds or whatever. But yeah, I mean like, not tax evasion, but I don't know, like you're some more like financial <laughs> crimes that happen over the span crime. to something. <laughs> something would become illegal. Like tomorrow that has to do with finances or whatever. Then I they would think have to you, just stop what they're doing. But no, they I, no, I would give a buffer. What do, you, what do you mean? Like a buffer period for them to stop doing whatever is illegal. That just became illegal. I would like not being like being gay. <laughs> <laughs> no, stop being gay. You have a week to stop being gay, or you will be prosecuted. See, it just it just sounds stupid. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying no to that. Yeah. But then if you flip the question the other way around, which is what you thought it was at the start. Then yeah, because that's like a, the argument that like yeah, is everyone constantly uses. going on. Yeah. yeah. So like say I was, I'm uh, uh, the opposite See? of what I just said about smoke. I'm, I'm confusing myself. If I smoke a weed. Um, you smoked a weed a, I'm so and now it became legal like two years ago in canada or whatever whenever it became legal you smoked the weed yeah okay you went to jail i smoked a weed legal. i'm in jail and then they were like hey you can smoke a weed but i'm in jail <laughs> i'm like hey i smoked a weed and i'm in jail and it's not even illegal can i not be in jail please mm-hmm. can i pass go can i collect 200 dollars? right now the law would say no i'm still in jail for smoking a weed yeah but see here's um, my hot take i should not be Here's my hot, very centric take that pisses off everyone on the left and everyone on the right because I'm not one of them, so it pisses them off. I say the person stays in jail but has a reduced sentence. I could live with that. Yeah. I know the far left would want to release everyone willy-nilly, and then the far right would be like, oh, just keep them there, blah, blah, they committed a crime, blah, 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 blah. I mean, I also think it depends on the severity of the crime and, like, the consequences. Because, like, drug possession is a stupid charge in the first place. Like, drug... Uh, what's it called when you <laughs> hand out drugs? Um, drug like uh, when you deal drugs. What's uh, that called? Because that's not possession. That's dealing. I don't know. Drug. <sighs> Fuck. What's the word? Drug. You, you know what I'm trying to say. Distribute. Drug distribution. Distribution. Yeah, yeah. With the yeah. Of the so like yeah. that has more consequences than just doing a weed, right? Because you're like yeah, yeah, affecting yeah. other people yeah, yeah. other than just yourself. Yeah. So like I, that's where I would agree that like okay yeah it's just like 
that you should still be in jail because you affected somebody else's life in a negative way, but it's legal now, so we're going to reduce your sentence. That I that seems totally fair to me. But again, like if I was put in jail for smoking weed, and then like now weed is legal, let me go. Like you know what I mean? Like who was I hurting? I was just smoking weed, and it wasn't hurting anybody but myself. Yeah, for weed, I would get that argument, but if you get into the well, hard, like, like, if you get into hard drugs, the then p- you are impacting other people's lives i i mean like that's the prime argument because there are so many african americans in the states incarcerated for minor drug crimes Mm -hmm. and then now that states are like legalizing it it's becoming a serious issue Mm -hmm. yeah so i mean i will i guess also give a centrist answer and say that like it it depends on a case-by-case situation but like i think it really does Whoa, we can't have that kind of nuance and critical thinking in 2022, Matt. Come on, you can't have nuance. We're mildly ignorant. <laughs> we can't have mild takes. <laughs> you have to be at one polar end of the extremes. Yeah. At all times. Any deviation from that, you're a Nazi or just a libtard. One well, of the two. Those are two very different, like, one of those is extreme and the other <laughs> one is just not extreme at all. <laughs> extreme for one group of people <laughs> stupid people <laughs> that was the thing we were talking about uh where, who i was talking about that with uh that was a we should probably talk about that on, on another episode but like words that people throw around way too easily nowadays i'm right i'm i'm i'm, I'm writing this down like nazis adhd autism oh yeah uh Basically, any Twitter buzzword is just a word that people throw around way too much today. I mean, I know you that hate it's... this word, and like this is the perfect example, but it's also kind of the case. Normalization. Yes. Can we normalize yeah. reading books? No. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. Can we but, uh, normalize that's... just having friends? <laughs> Can we <laughs> normalize uh, heteroplatonic relationships? <laughs> <laughs> Can we normalize hetero romantic hetero romantic heterosexual hetero romantic hetero homo romantic heterosexual? I'm like I can't. I can't get into this. <laughs> I can't. I know we're gonna piss people off, so let's, let's call it. We're gonna get canceled now. Okay, thank you for listening to this episode of the Mildly Ignorant Podcast. Make if sure you're to follow angry us on social media. At what we just said, leave a comment. Hey, <laughs> any publicity is good publicity. So fuck <laughs> Shh, yeah. Don't tell them. It's our secret. Yeah, make don't sure to follow to... us. Say Facebook, Twitter, yep. Instagram. Ask your questions, please. We need questions, and we'll see you next week for episode fifty-one. Bye, bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>